I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the value pack. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the value pack. Uh, I don't think we really have any sort of announcements today. Yellow's uh, tournament was yesterday. It was fun. It was a great time. Uh, Yellow's team ended up winning because the whole thing was rigged. But, uh, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, if you're interested in tournaments upcoming in the future, we're going to be doing this, like, rotation thing where we try to have a tournament every month. And by we, I mean myself, Frosty, Nayashi, and Yellow. Um, so this month was uh, Yellow doing the 3v3 tournament. I think next month it's me and you, Frosty, doing 2v2, right? Uh, that's the plan, yeah. And then the month after is Nayashi doing the 1v1. So if yes. you're interested in doing like tournament PvP, then uh, make sure to join. The, the, the number one Discord to join is the NA Duelist Discord, because Yellow posts everything like tournament PvP like uh, related there. But you can also join the Value Pack Discord if you're not already in there. We're going to be posting stuff about there for our thing. And uh, if you're interested in the 1v1 tournament, you can join Nayashi's uh, stream Discord. Because I'm sure he'll be posting things about that in there whenever uh, his month comes around. So, all right. Now that the uh, that stuff is out of the way, our guest today, he is a, a very well-known member uh, in the community. Been playing for a long time. Comes and goes as he pleases. And apparently now is a life skiller. Dirty life skiller. It's dead GG. Welcome to the podcast, my guy. Why, hello. So, okay, first thing I got to know. You came in here and you started talking about life skilling. And I was like, this is not the dead GG that I know. So what the hell is up with that? You're not killing people. Uh, you're like you're killing like, trees. You're killing our environment, dude. You're killing our Mother Earth. Coming out of retirement, dead GG. You know, I'm just nice and comfy. <laughs> Are you changing Blank, your name? Get wrapped around me. To you know? Live GG or something a little bit more, you know, kind-hearted. Nah, there's we still we still bring in PvP to life skilling. Is too they're too polite when I came back. We're well, changing PvP it up. PvP and up on Goat Mountain, dude. The, yeah, the thing you're gonna find is people are grief way more <laughs> when you live skill than when you don't. <laughs> there's that there's that this mutually have, assured mutually assured destruction out when you're grinding. When you're at the, the sheep spot, they know you have life skill clothes on, dude. They don't give a fuck. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Silent chat here says, uh, "No, he's now dead inside." GG. <laughs> <laughs> dead inside. Uh, GG. All right. So, uh, what's kind of your background in BDO? Like originally, the the go way way back when you first started playing BDO. How long you've been playing? Why did you start playing? What kept you around? And where did you start with Lawn? Or what was your first class? Give give your backstory. I started like a month after Steam release, so I'm a Steamy from from the start uh basically started off as mewa may was my first 11 bdo shout out to naoshi hell yeah and uh like him you know i also think may was need bus of course hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, so yeah, we, we, we got two of them on the show now. What have we done? Uh, basically, spent my entire first portion of my BDO career out in Pirate Island, and I never left Pirate Island. And uh, they need to bring it back. <laughs> Which they are, actually. Yeah, that, yeah that but it looks thing. pretty shit. It does. But after... You just gotta make it work, man. Once Lawn came out, or was coming out, I sold all my Mewa stuff, and I've been a Lawn ever since. Mostly uh, grinding PvP and, uh, you know, clipping roses, but... Now we're just a dirty life skiller. Dirty life skiller, dude. So, uh, what's kind of your thoughts on lawn right now? I, we were very me and uh, I was casting yellow's tournament yesterday, three v three tournament with a uh, blue, and we were both kind of surprised that there wasn't a single lawn in the tournament. Is lawn just like that bad right now, or what's up with that? No, I mean a lot of. There aren't too many people that thought Lawn were good before. Like, for the longest time, everyone would always say, Lawn is shit, why are you playing Lawn, play a better class, etc. But we always played it because it was fun. Um, I think right now, all the Flavor of the Month players that swapped over when Succession was OP, you know, they've already sold their shit and are now probably playing like a Guardian or something. Right. So you think it's just back down to a, a low pop class, basically? I like I like yeah. that they're playing Guardian now. They they're <laughs> they're like they they decided to like wait 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 this is too hard let's slow it down we're gonna play Guardian. <laughs> uh, Guardians, by the way, there were quite a few in the tournament yesterday, and they did pretty damn well for themselves. So uh, I don't think anybody was too surprised about that the succession wizard also came out in force yesterday which is another i think kind of flare of the month class right now but less so than guardian i think but yeah it was a uh, interesting it's gonna be interesting to see i know this is off topic but it's gonna be interesting to see what kind of like metas form now that all the successions are out in uh like trial character aoa tournaments i'm gonna be very interested to see what kind of happens you know yeah. It's oh, been super yeah. fun coming back to the game and basically having to relearn all the fights because every class is like a new class now. So it's been great. All right. So in your thoughts, have the succession... Uh, first of all, are, are you using succession or are you using awakening? What are you doing? Uh, currently, I am succession. However, I think awakening's probably going to be the way to go with launch in the future. At really? least in the current iterations. Why? Uh, it just depends what you want to do for it, right? If you're planning to do like mid to large scale fights, I think Succession's still really good, but anything 1v1 related. Um, and with the upcoming bust to PvE on Global Labs, it should hopefully put Lawn more in line with PvE grinding, so that way you know people don't have to swap back and forth. Okay, interesting. So, um, so uh, the succession is a bit more of a, a large scale thing. 
while the the awakening is a bit more of a one v one. Yeah, I mean, it succession still works for a smaller scale, but they did remove a lot of the damage and protection from it. So, it's, okay. Also, don't you forget can't, your, you can't beat the grab in one v one. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, don't forget your uh, five mile long grab yeah. that also has the width of a an eighteen wheeler. So, um, <laughs> it's the <laughs> it's the vacuum grab. That's all yeah, one ability that has the same so same range as meteor for some reason. um which one to you personally like set balance aside like if you could get the same silver and trash on both specs and let's just say um i I don't know which one is just more fun to you outright like not counting balance succession or awakening see it's kind of i'm kind of torn because there's lots of cool things with succession right blooming nether flowers super cool the new flight with succession super cool. But you know, how can you say no to the glaives? <laughs> Just right. how, dude, the weapons do look cool as fuck. Although I, I love how the bell looks. Or the little pendulum. But yeah. Yeah, Frosty was actually a lawn for like half a second. So he does have some some knowledge on that class. Does he play Guardian now? Is that <laughs> what happened? Just, eventually, dude. I was like, we'll get there boss. eventually. What are these nerfs, dude? I'm going Guardian. Fuck this. Slowed it down. <laughs> now I just have to use one or two skills and Maywas die. It's pretty great. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, Frosty played Lawn Fairly before. True. It was cool. Uh, although you did play when Succession first came out, but I think you had a similar feeling of on Lawn as you did on Ninja, where you like, it just feels bad. It feels like I'm I'm beating children. Like <laughs> no 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 no. It it wasn't even that. It was uh my my Kuno heartstrings, dude. They were getting tugged on. I couldn't stay. Oh uh, okay. Yeah. It was it was just ninja. You felt like you were beating children. <laughs> yeah, the, the ninja thing before the nerfs felt like you actually felt bad beating people because it was like, wait a minute, I know this guy has similar gear to me. Why is behead blade spin killing him? And <laughs> <laughs> nothing else. Um. Uh, yeah, it so, was weird. when Lawn Succession first came out, it it was odd because the damage didn't feel that good. And then they buffed the damage, and it was like way too much, and now they nerfed the damage. And I don't know if it's somewhere in the middle now or not, but um, I don't know. Does the damage feel bad to you in, in PvP after the nerfs, GG, in Succession? I think it highly depends on your gear, right? If you're, if you're extremely geared, like, it's still going to feel good, but... For like newer players that are gearing back up, it's it doesn't feel too great. Yeah. So we're gonna be doing a uh, a tier list here relatively soon. Uh, where do you think separate Succession and Awakening? Where do you kind of feel that Awakening lawn and Succession lawn overall is when compared to other classes? If you take into account one v ones large scale and pve where do you kind of think they are you think they're kind of okay in the middle they're on the strong side weak side what are your what are your overall thoughts uh i'd say depend like it would depend like what specifically you're talking about if but if you're looking at like overall i'd say they're close to the middle okay so Um, just pretty well balanced yeah like you can if you swap it to 1v1s and they're obviously very strong especially with uh awakening and for PvE, like, Succession is still still towards the top, for sure. 
when you're okay. when you're playing on Awaken and you're comfortable and you have all your gear, what was the uh, what was your worst matchup? What was your best matchup? Like if you saw a class, you knew for sure you're gonna beat this class, or the opposite. You're like, wait, this dude's probably gonna fuck me up. I didn't have any really bad matchups per se, um, but our my hardest matchups were either Sorks or Ninjas. Um, just because they could like, animation cancel during some of our slower abilities and punish a lot, mm-hmm. so it 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 honestly just came down to the player. Um, Sorkin, I'm a lot this, of the time, I'm writing this down. This is weird because most other classes do just fine against those two. <laughs> <laughs> Sorkin, this... uh, yeah, it, it's not that it was like it became more of a fifty-fifty. It just honestly right. depended on the player. So which one was literally a free win? What class? If you went up to him, you're like, okay, this poor guy has no chance. A witch wizard. It could play one-handed, drinking a, a beer in the other hand, and they'd still die. <laughs> oh. What if they resisted, dude? Right as they were using Voltaic, they resist your grab, then what happens? And then you primrose out, and you just dance around him until uh, <laughs> grab back, grabs back up. Yeah, you- so let's uh, let's get to the controversial question. Uh, if you if you had free reign on the class, and you want you can make any changes you wanted to make, what would you like to see done to it, if anything? What would I like to see done? Yeah, yeah. within reason. Don't just say some meme answer to make it overpowered. What are some <laughs> changes you would like to see that you think would be good for the class? Uh, just a little bit quicker like pre-awakened animations in awakening or like for awaken lawn a lot of our protections so like a lot of the way that lawns stay safe is like stalling with uh, protections in pre-awaken but they're pretty telegraphed and if the opponent is like a ninja or sork or something and they know what they're looking for they can punish it right okay all right, so uh, for some people who may not know, uh, you were a very, uh, very strong PvPer for a very long time, and you kind of took a break from the game, quit, whatever you want to call it, and now you're coming back. So what's kind of what's kind of that about? What, why'd you quit? Why are you coming back? And how's it been coming back? You, we know you you mentioned earlier that it's fun, like relearning matchups because. There's a lot of like different things with succession and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so before I had been playing the game for a couple years at the point when I quit, I felt I had accomplished, you know, every goal that I set out to do. You know, you we hit 63. Game. We grinded the map. We grinded the compass. You did maps? Um, we were full pen. We did do maps. Yes. In <laughs> fact, we did. <laughs> It was a reusable map that you could use twice. and Oh, even better. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, basically it was full pen, a couple pen accessories, like Kafra's C9 to 12, etc. And, you know, I felt I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish in the game. And at the time, PvP was pretty stale. Um, no one PvPing on Arsha, no one PvPing on non-Arsha. Uh, you know, fights on for no doors and sieges weren't very exciting at the time. So, 
you, you arcade realize engine. the no PvP on Arsha thing was because there was this unkillable lawn that would one shot you that was always on Arsha. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they usually, you know, come in come in groups of like four or five sometimes. Now you get it. Now you just gotta go fight Choice, man. Just go find Choice and just fight him all day. Soon enough. Soon well, enough. So what? What was your gear before you quit? What was your APDP? Do you remember? I don't remember exactly, but it was what pen ruins, pen sizzles, and then all armor weapons penned with uh, C nine or twelve. So whatever that ends up being is like 302 AP or something like that. Like three, right. some around 350 DP, some, somewhere around there. So what is it? what are your thoughts on I know at some point when you were playing LUN, you made a full switch to evasion. What, what are your thoughts on the evasion versus DR debate? And yeah, like kind of which one's better and what should be changed or not changed? Or do you think it's fine as is? Uh, it de- it depends on class to class, right? So a lot of classes had extremely strong buffs for it, like Ninja Kuno, especially with Smokescreen, etc. But it seems they've been making a lot of changes to kind of minimize that a little bit while also buffing accuracy, accuracy items and whatnot, but... Now with the hundred percent accuracy skills removed, you know I don't see why anyone would not be evasion. To be honest, well removed in in air quotes. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, I don't know. I was testing with um, change. Change. I was testing with a friend. He uses shards of darkness, which is a uh, they got cha- on Sork changed from hundred percent to, or sorry, shard explosion from hundred percent accuracy to fifty. And it, but it only has one hit, um, and I, I'm an evasion build. I'm 360 DP, and like that skill literally never doesn't do its full damage. So even though it's changed to 50, even with the high evasion build, it's like I don't I don't think it can miss as long as you have some like relatively high gear accuracy on your character. If that makes sense. So I don't I don't think that yeah. like blooming still hits like a truck. Are you like I don't think people with blooming on Missed or uh, Mayo is feeling like they're missing that much, but no, not really. They have to be extreme evasion for us to actually feel the misses. It's interesting too because a lot of people are staying DR specifically, like nowadays, it's like kind of coming into the meta specifically to wear like Beg's gloves and do an accuracy focused build. Yeah, it's more like a highest output kind of thing. They're forced to go DR because of the Beg's. Yeah, what what's the direction you're going on your new lawn? Uh, Manos. Um... Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's that's the most amount of evasion you can get is avoiding players altogether. <laughs> yeah, that is accurate. Yeah, but no, I I will most likely be going evasion. However, with like the dead god armor. And stuff like that coming out, it'll it'll kind of depend on how that changes the meta, and how quickly they're planning on adding more pieces. All right. So what is what is your mana gear at now? Uh, I mean, I've got four tech tools, tech clothes, and uh, we're 
gonna start grabbing accessories soon. So good. What's your so map? are you gonna get are you gonna get full pin manos and then quit the game again? For Arcage. <laughs> I mean Unchained. it's not planned, but <laughs> if uh Arcage Unchained Remastered comes out. No, Arcage maybe... Arcage Arcage Unleashed, dude. Arcage Unleashed. Yeah, it's gonna be unleashed and it's they're going to triple the amount of dailies you have to do and it's gonna be even more fun. <laughs> no, nice. Oh my god. Please don't. Um, you triple the amount of dailies and reduce the amount of uh, labor. <laughs> so I was kind of curious. What I'm interested in is that that one game that uh, we were talking about the other day, Frosty. What was that called? Yeah, again? Elion. Elion. That game looks fun. Dude. Yeah. Um. So, Dejizy, I'm kind of curious from your point of view since you you just started from scratch. What? How long has it been since you started up again? Like a month. Uh, like five weeks. Five about. Weeks? Okay. How how hard is it for a player? I mean, obviously you knew kind of what to do and where you're going exactly from like day one, so you kind of know the ins and outs, and you don't have to learn anything. But how easy does it feel this time around, like gearing up compared to the first time? Oh, uh, how is it for new players, basically? So for me, it was extremely easy, right? Because I had a lot of the knowledge already. Um, I still think the game could do a lot better job of like explaining things to new players. However, like with the new questing system, they it definitely improved from how they were before. But as long as new players like use YouTube or streams at etc. as a resource and aren't afraid to ask questions, like that, like all the information is there for them, and it's so easy to catch up nowadays. At least, you know, to like full tet armor and weapons and accessories and stuff like that. It's a lot of catch up mechanics yeah. with the uh, free tri boss gear. And I remember hearing, like, oh, Dead GG's back. And I saw you had like 100 AP or something. Like, you were super <laughs> low, grinding the low level area. And then, like, two days later, I come back and you're like 240 with Kudum grinding Aukman. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah it's it's as long as you have the knowledge of like kind of what to do it's it's pretty easy nowadays yeah i i, I brought up to Reslar and actually a while back that i actually think as as weird as it sounds i i almost think it would be a good thing to keep the oasis gear kind of permanently because um yeah i, I just I, think i agree i think it's a good way to let newer players try out a bunch of different classes. It's like all the time I get in my stream and through my Discord DMs, people asking like um basically trying to get my opinion or um you know some idea of what other classes do so they can really figure out what the hell to pick and play for a long, long time. And ultimately the answer I always give them is pick something you find enjoyable and fun to play. But, you know, it's it's understandable to, you know, consider the fact that people don't really truly know how the class plays until they actually have some gear on the damn thing. And uh, certain abilities look fun, but then they turn out to be garbage in the long run. And, um, and the Oasis gear actually helps out uh, giving an option to kind of get a taste a little bit. Obviously not a true representation, but, a, but an idea of what some of these abilities can do. So it allows right. them to really figure out the class and figure out if they like it and enjoy it and want to stick with it. I think the Oasis gear is a good thing. So, Deji, what, what do you... 
I mean, do you think it would negatively would be a good thing or a bad thing overall for the game if, if they did keep the Oasis gear? Or at least like the weapons and the Ramones, but maybe remove the other stuff that's in there. I mean, I think it's a great way to help close the gap a little bit, right? There's obviously going to be a huge disparity from someone starting out fresh and someone that's been around for years and, you know, can now make, you know, 150, 180 mil an hour. And you get these new players coming in and visiting streams and they're like, well, I'm only making, you know, 8 mil an hour or 20 mil an hour or whatever the case may be. Um, and that can be discouraging a lot for them and turn them away. So uh, giving them like kind of like a stepping stone to close the gap a little bit, I think it's great for the game's like long-term health for sure. See, Rosler, you're you're just an asshole, dude. I'm just, a, I'm just I'm just an angry boomer, dude. I'm like, no, they have to struggle like I did. Yeah, grind Saucens for <laughs> four hundred hours to get to 140 AP, you bitches. Yeah, dude. If you Jeez. don't, if you don't, dude. If if you don't GVG at Catfish and lose all of your EXP in the process, are you even like playing this game? I, I just don't understand. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. I don't wish the the Gahaz grind on anybody, or the Poly grind on I anybody. Loved, I loved the Gahaz grind, and you haven't lived until you're at Saucens because you need a Grinnell drop to repair your armor. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, the, those days! I do not, do not appreciate that. Dude, you haven't lived until a GVG starts at the in the fucking catacombs. In goddamn, what's that place called? Uh, in uh, South Calpheon. I forget what it's called, like south of Trent. You know those uh, mobs in there? I forget what they're um, called. It's like Zarka Shrine, I think it's called, or whatever. Oh, uh, Serendia yeah, Shrine, or whatever. Place, yeah, yeah, whatever it's called. <laughs> you gotta, you get a fucking, uh, you get a GVG down there. Because two guilds have a guild quest down there. So now you're just brawling it out instead of doing a guild quest. But because everyone has like 70 AP, nobody fucking dies. <laughs> uh, it, Silent Chad says, What does Restar mean like I did? He is still struggling. True. <laughs> XD, dude. <laughs> True. Just, just failed four more pins the other day, baby. Getting close to 100, I'm pretty sure at this point. Imagine playing the game for four years and then Oasis Gear comes out and it's an upgrade. so um is with the transition to life skilling and the peacefulness that that brings and the bliss and serenity and tranquility and all the words that are not true because life skillers are the biggest griefers in the game do you actually enjoy life yeah they are man (laughs) is it actually fun to life skill which ones are you kind of focused on um, I mean, the way I look at it, it's just another grind, right? Like whether you're grinding mobs or or wolves or whatever, it's just another grind. Um, it's just a lot more laid back and allows me to hang out and interact with my stream a lot. Um, but you know, the the only aspect that is missing from it is there's not as much PvP. Because everyone just hops on level 49 ults once you start killing them. You think How dare they? You think you'll be able to <laughs> fund your uh, your PvP gear with life skilling exclusively, or do you need to grind as well? Oh, 100%. Like, 
the amount of silver that you can make with life skilling and the little little effort that you have to put into it is actually pretty insane. It takes some groundwork, of course, to like level your skills up and get everything built up, but you can easily make a couple bill a day with you know just minimal effort. So what are the what are the masteries you're you're focused on? Which ones are you kind of like enjoying? Cooking and gathering mostly right now. So for imperial turn-ins and then uh, just gatherings. Is probably one of the most profitable at the moment. Is bartering in your future? I haven't gone over that edge yet. I haven't crossed that line, but you know, never say never. Yeah. I have a friend tell me in, in my guild that uh, he doesn't. I was asking about the, the buffs coming up to Awakening, and he was like, Oh, I, I don't grind anymore. I, I just barter. And I was like, Really? Is it like that good? And he said he makes like 800 mil a day, and his wrists don't hurt. It's a win win. That's how I feel like about uh, just gathering and stuff right now. It's a very non key put intensive yet you're still able to make like 130 140 mil an hour right um you ever gonna get into do you know dwar or siege does black does your guild do that you're in black right what do they do any of that you're planning on doing I know dwar's yeah and as soon as i start getting my gear back absolutely did they make you trial uh, I think I've trialed enough in the past. We've Nayashi and uh, Shaky. We've fought quite a bit in the past. So preferential treatment from the Musa Mewa duo. <laughs> hey man, as I as originally a Mewa has more than proved himself. Basically, I just ran up to him and started saying how much Mewas need buffs and uh, how oh, bullshit. Auto, auto in, auto in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even get to finish typing. I just had a contract put up. <laughs> Max pay and everything. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. I don't know what happened. Well, you missed out. <clears throat> the the uh, the way they the way they do it in Blacked is they do they run their PvP trial one v one. They test how good you are, see if you know your class, if you know how to defend yourself, your class knowledge on everyone else, and then after you play really well, and they're like, all right. How many times can a Mewa chase before they're out of stamina and caught by a ninja who's too fast? That's the question. It's a loaded question, but that's the question. And if, and if they guess wrong, like, mm, he did really well in the PvP trial. He didn't really pass the proficiency test. So, sorry. He out. If you say any number higher than 10... They, yeah. they start to they start to question what you know about this game. If you play Musa Mewa, the answer is ten. If you've actually like hopped on a Musa or Mewa, the answer is like mid twenties. That's how many chases <laughs> you can do before you have a stamina. <laughs> uh all right. Well, uh I think I think that's I mean Lon is uh Lon is Lon is covered. Everyone plays it, except no one plays it anymore. Um, it was a, a kind of weird seeing lawns. That was the weird thing with Succession is that lawns were around all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty interesting coming back and lawn being the flavor of the month class after everyone saying how shit it is for so basically since it came out. But 
you know, a lot of those people are playing Guardians now, so now everyone can complain about how Guardians is Shift Q or Shift F, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, the fact so they have to press more than two keys is impressive. You got your life skill gear pretty quick, so it's yeah. Are you you're already at where you're at, able to make like over a bill a day, just just life skilling? Yeah. Uh, like yesterday, I made almost three bill off of it. Do you think one of the biggest like arguments on Reddit back and forth is if you make more money grinding or life skilling? So what, like the overall max amount of money you can make? What do what what earns you more money, life skilling or grinding? What's better? Uh, it it honestly depends on if you're running loot scrolls. If you're running like loot scrolls nonstop, I think you'll still make more money grinding. Um, but you can still supplement your grinding with imperial turn-ins and stuff like that, which will kind of help your overall. It just kind of depends on what your what your setup is, right? Like, what's your AP when you're grinding? What's your mastery and stuff when you're life skilling? I think you can make very competitive silver life skilling, but just a fraction of the effort, really. It's just a different kind of grind. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. Well, I'm hoping I'm hoping you inspire hundreds or thousands to start life skilling and get out of Starzone and Sucrea. Because they're slowly. <laughs> there's there's already been quite a few, and so now energy pots are pretty fucked. Oh yeah, but well, I'm... yeah, for us non life skillers, we can make money selling our energy pots now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure a lot of it has to do with the uh, new infinite pots that are coming out, and people having to tan to get pieces. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. But that's uh, just the WP part, right? I'm, yep. I'm, dread, mm-hmm. I'm dreading that part. That's what I'm going for. Wrap me out. Really? The WP part? Yep. Same. Because I can do it. I can do it in peace. Nobody bothers me. It's it's lovely. I mean, that's fair. I've been I've been I think I've put a total of maybe I don't know, probably somewhere between eight to ten hours at chickens here, just tanning away. I've seen like four people. It's so nice. <laughs> Do they flag? No, they're I... usually just running through on a horse. I don't know where they were going. As just they're trucking through. I heard the flag rate is is higher on life skillers. The average national flag rate is up. National flag rate, dude. You know the feeling people get. All right. Deji, now that now that you're in, and I don't know if you do or have really done sheep since you've been doing this. Maybe you have in the past, but that feeling you get when you kill a pack of sheep and someone comes up to your pack and starts gathering, the rage <laughs> that just sinks into your soul. <laughs> it, it happens frequently at wolves, and they're typically shy. And <laughs> oh combat that, I made a permanently red lawn named Death to Shy <laughs> that takes care of that problem. The so hate. what 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 enrages you more when someone starts gathering your mobs or that you killed, or when somebody starts grinding your mobs in your rotation? What's more infuriating? Uh, well, I mean, definitely the gathering because 
most of the time they'll like you said they'll swap to level 49 and there's nothing you can do about it right at least the other way you can pvp and you win or lose yeah the 49 thing do you like the 49 thing do you think that that Nah. i understand why it exists but i mean do you think uh, it should be it should be updated though like I don't know, man. There's... I, I'll tell you how to fix. I'll tell you how to fix it because I've, I've thought about this for a while. Actually, I always thought that this was a weird abuse, or I, I don't know if I want to call it abuse, but it's a weird like loophole that people use. I use it even. What they need to do is they need to put a cap on uh, life skills if you're under level fifty. So like mm. you can only get you can only get up to like a certain level on like your life skill levels, basically. Well, what I'd ab- be okay with that. What What about this? That's not a bad idea. Like, you can't hit Master 1 until you hit level 50 or something like that. Right. That's not a bad idea. I was thinking I was thinking more along the lines of if, if your family, like if your account has a singular level 62, then that level cap goes away. Like, if you have a level 62 on your account, then all of your characters can be PvP'd. Uh, it's just going to allow so much griefing, dude. Yeah, but perfect. <laughs> I mean, how is the other way not griefing where you literally just take their mobs over and over and they can't do anything about it? I mean, it? it is, but that's like saying, like, oh, dude, my house is on fire, so I just ran my car into it. It's like, wh- wait, wait what? what? How is it like, no, because think, of, I mean, you still have the karma system. It's not like it ignores the karma system and the deck system and all that. So if someone wants to kill you, they still have to sacrifice their karma, and you probably don't have gear, so you only get, what, two kills? Maybe three? Yeah, but dude, the amount of people that don't give a fuck about karma, and will gladly go red just to grief the shit out of somebody. I don't know. You mean like Reslar or Polyforest? Yeah, 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 pretty much, yeah. I've heard the tales, dude. <laughs> Dude, I have a, uh, I have my first, uh, I mean, I don't call it this, but I have my first, uh, permadeck, so that's fun. In <laughs> Sinfui. Dude, imagine being permadecked by Sinfui. That means you're Dude, decked I'm... by one person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> and I, and I'm, uh, I'm 3-0 right now, so that's fun. I just catch them out in open world, just take care of them real quick, and be on my way. Yeah. Isn't that equivalent to having, like, 300 kills, you know, since there's only one player, you know? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> dude. I remember, this is a, I, just a quick aside, but Sammy was fighting two people from Barcode. It was a, a while back, but he was killing two people from Barcode when we had a deck, and they started talking shit. And he was like, dude, "LOL, like it, you guys are like losing like two to one." He's like, "Well," and then they said, "Of course we're losing two to one. There's more of us than there are of you." And it's like, "Wait, <laughs> that's not how that, that's not how that works." <laughs> Wrong math, buddy. That's that core math kicking in. That was you guys remember that guild, Barco? That was a long time. Ago. You remember that guild, dude? <laughs> oh my god! They can't CTG anymore. I heard. All right. Um, what should we move <laughs> on to? Let's <laughs> let's move on to. Uh... This just in: barcode permadeath on a uh, galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Once they have someone that can appoint officers, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, Dude, I'm still excited to see what's <laughs> gonna happen on uh on patch day when that GM slot goes up for grabs. I hope someone 
I mean, I'm not going to say I hope, but I kind of do that somebody sabotages because that would just be so hilarious to me. I uh, I don't hope that if there's people that still want to build the guild because like that, I would hate if that ever happened to me, man. That would suck. That would actually, like, I was so scared of that happening in Hex when we tried to swap GMs, remember? Yeah. It's like, dude, literally anyone could just fucking grab this. This is going to be dumb. But that's why I say, like, I hope, but I kind of don't hope at the same time. But I kind of do. It's like I'm torn. I'm like, dude, that would suck so hard, but at the same time, the fucking memes, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> god. Um. All right. Let's let's talk about I, these global buffs. These global lab awakening buffs across the board. So I'm not. It's a lot of notes. So I'm not going to read through most of them, but at least the classes that we here on the podcast play, um, we talk about those ones. Um, so for context, they went through and buffed, I want to say 13 of the 17 classes awakening for PVE specifically. Um, that's Sorceress, Ranger, Zerker, uh, what is this? Tamer. Dude, the translations are literally different every week. It, it drives me nuts. Um, <laughs> tamer this week is called Juem Serang. What? <laughs> yeah. Juem Serang? It's an upgrade. Uh, I like it. <laughs> Musa. Dude, Musa got the fat one, too. Uh, <laughs> Mewa. Dude, Mewa, Mewa's list is huge. Tamer list is huge. Um... What is oh which wizard, which is location? I've learned that. Kuno, ninja. Do the ninja ones are are huge? Uh, potentially, we'll see. Dark Knight, Striker, <laughs> Mystic, and uh, I think that's it. Oh no no and Lon. So let's start with you, Dead GG. Did you read through the buffs? Are are these buffs actually going to help in PVE? These awakening buffs and what what skills are? Do you know off the top of your head, or do you have a uh, Translation of what the skills are that got buffed? Uh, yeah, so they are buffing Tailspin to have 35% more damage on the first hit, which is pretty huge for Awakening Lawn. Uh, Bridal Despair has 10% more damage in PvE. Earthly Pain has 10% and a minus 15 DP buff, or debuff. Which it's a skill that like most lawns don't even skill up because that's how useless it is and the damage wow. modifier shit. Is that the space so, bar uh, flow thing? No, it's uh, it is. I don't even know the keybind for it because I haven't <laughs> used it for so long. It's a back LMB. Oh, it's like yeah. at max, the modifiers are only like seven thirty six right. times three basically. So it's it's just bad. Um, but maybe people people replace White Run with it just for the, d- the quicker DPD buff. Uh, Flow Mangler has fifteen percent more damage, which is good, and it says its attack range has increased. Wow, or far that is, who knows? Bleeding Hearts is probably the big one. Ten percent more PVE damage, but also gives minus twenty DP now. So, like, the actual damage increases aren't that much, but they're adding more DPD buffs. Mm-hmm. 
which we were already able to rotate two DPD bus anyways, so it's kind of whatever. It'll help a little bit for Awakened Lawns, and maybe Lawns won't feel like obligated to have to go Succession for PvE. Right. But I wonder if... Uh, ble- is Bleeding Hearts... Is that change going to go to Succession as well? Because the damage is the same, I think, on both, isn't it? Uh, the translation I have shows it as only Lawn Awakening. Yeah. Um. So maybe, but... From what I have, it shows only Awakening. Right. Um, do you think this will be enough to put it on par with like other? I I don't know how how good is Lawn Succession grinding compared to like the best grinders like Sork Succession and. Uh, it's way up there. Like Lawn Succession grinding is like pretty top tier. Okay. For sure. You think this will be enough to bring it close to that? Because Lawn, Lawn Awakening is not that bad at grinding. I don't think. Nah, Lawn Awakening was top tier before uh, Succession came out, and then it just got overshadowed by Succession completely. Yeah, um, as did a lot of other Awakenings. But hopefully, it'll be in line. It'll have to be a lot of testing to kind of figure it out. But right, it'll be nice to have the option if it does bring it in line to Dude, be able to choose one or the other. Yeah, it's such a shitty feeling to like. I mean, even if you prefer whatever you prefer for PvP, but like being like friends that are awakened ninjas that are like, uh, I have to switch to succession and grind is like, that's so shitty. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Uh, Rezar, how are these Zerker buffs for PvE? Do you want the translation? Dude, I have a link. Dude, you... they're finally buffing Zerker male figure. I'm pretty hype about it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I, I linked uh, so, someone in a chat linked the actual image of all of. All of the buffs translated and the rough like overall percentage boost of the damage. So Zerker yeah. Slugfest, 75% yep. more PvE, 50% more crit, and no longer has stiffness. Um in I don't know if that's just is that just PvE? Yeah. Okay. Um ground lifting now is 43% more PvE damage. And devastation, hundred percent crit rate in PvE. Is this enough yep. to bring it up to succession grinding? Probably not. You don't think so? Uh, Dude, what's up with all these 75 and 100%? We got 10%. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, first, let me get this out of the way first. I am not the guy to talk to about PvE. Okay, let's just get that out of the way first. I, I know very little about the ways of Zerker PvE, especially if we're comparing Awakening to Succession, because I haven't played Succession, because I have no desire to. Um, but my understanding is that Zerker Succession is really fucking good, and I just don't really see these changes making Zerker Awakening be as good. Now, of course, it's buff, so it's going to be better. It's going to be nice, um, you know, but just from my understanding of how insane Zerker Succession is in PvE, like at late game spots, I, I don't know if this is going to be put it on the same tier yeah i know for me it's like as long as it's remotely close i can live with it because right now like kuno awakening versus kuno succession is so far apart that it's like it's literally just unusable in comparison for grinding i mean the weird thing is and like again i am not like the pve expert but 
from my experience anyway, even in Awakening, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like I mostly just use Blasting, Ancient Wave. I guess I do use Devastation quite a lot. I don't use Slugfest that much, though. But I guess if you're at high-end spots, you would use it quite often. So I don't know. I guess that Slugfest buff would be nice if you're at if you're grinding at a lot of like high-end spots like Sacrea or something. That'd probably be pretty good. Well, ground, um, ground lifting. Yeah, ground lifting is a nice change because ground lifting is something that you use like all the time, uh, just constantly. It's like the main swap to go into Awakening nine times out of ten. Uh, so that's pretty nice. And also the damage of ground lifting gets uh, applied to General Disarray as well, I believe. So, uh, yeah, it does. So that's going to be pretty nice. It's basically like two buffs in one sort of thing. So, I mean, it's really nice, and it's going to help a lot. But just, uh, again, my understanding of Succession Zerker and just how insane it is, I just don't know if it's going to be on the same level. Let's move on to the uh, the victim in the room. Nashi, how are the Maywa buffs for PV? This is now... Oh, man. I mean, you know, because you got to remember... Cacao this is Pearl my time Abyss. to shine. It's been, yeah. Cacao it's and been Pearl literally Abyss. a week. Cacao and Pearl Abyss forgot Maywa existed, yet somehow they've gotten buffed five weeks in a row. So tell us, how is this? Uh, how are these Maywa buffs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, honestly, it's hard to say how well it's going to impact Awakening. Obviously, it'll be in a positive direction. Will it make it just as strong as Succession? Remains to be seen. Um, let me but, let me uh, li- let me list these real quick for the people just listening in the recording. Uh, so uh, sticky snowflake now is ten percent more PVE damage. This is overall damage, so that's not like ten percent per hit. It's just ten percent total damage on the skill. Um, Moonrise fifteen percent more PVE damage. Um, Moonrise now is thirty percent crit rate and PVE. Petal Bloom is ten percent more PVE damage, and New Year's Eve has hundred percent more PVE damage. So yeah, go on. Yeah. What were you saying? Um, basically the, the major changes will be the, the, the ones that we use in our current rotation with awakening. So sticky snowflake will be nice for pulls, but typically it's not really used too much in rotation, but it is still nice. Maybe we can weave it into a new combo rotation. Um, the moon Riders one is really good. Um, cause that's one we use all the time in our rotation. And I'm just talking about the standard rotation that we currently use right now. Um, mind you, this could be adjusted, adapted as time goes on and when these actually get implemented. Um, so the Moonrise one will be good. The Petal Bloom one will be good um, for sure. Um, let's see. The, the Moonrise getting crit, passive crit added to it for PvE specifically will be really good but it kind of with our rotation and how you do the rotation if you follow the the standard rotation that's documented and whatnot you actually pretty much get 100 crit rate anyways so it's kind of like overkill i guess we could change up our rotation and maybe that'll help us meet the consistent uh 100 crit rate with that skill um but either way, it's really good to have that passive crit bonus there. Just make sure it guarantees that you always have 100% crit in PvE for Moonrise. The New Year's Eve one is weird. Um, I was testing it out. It seems like it could potentially do good damage. The problem is, like, 
certain skills flow into it better. It basically you can use New Year's Eve after any stab type type uh, ability. So like the very first hit of Moonrise is a stab. So instead of doing the flips that follow up right after, you can just do a quick New Year's Eve right there. Or with Stigma, you can do a New Year's Eve right after. Um, or Tenacious Edge, or you know a lot of abilities. But um, how that one will really impact, I don't know. It always did okay damage in uh, some PvE areas. It's mostly a, a skill I feel is best used in like lower tier zones where you can just do a quick New Year's Eve. It pops a small AoE and blows up smaller, weaker mobs. So that maybe that'll be what it's typically used for rather than higher tier zones. Is the um, uh, overall is the good. fifth week of consecutive buffs enough to convince you to roll Awakening Mewa? Or are you still probably going to stay Succession? Honestly, no, it's not. In my opinion, at least from what I was testing in Global Labs, mind you, I'm scuffed on Awakening, so that needs to be taken into consideration. Um, I haven't played Awakening for PvE in four or five months at this point. I've been Succession ever since. Um, I've dabbled in PvP a little bit, but uh, even that's been very minimal, like a couple days here and there. And that's it. Right. I, I, I would need someone that's been actively still in Awakening to give me their true opinions. But um, from just playing around with it, it kind of seems like it's still slower than Succession. I Succession's do. just so strong. Yeah. I, I do think, like, I think they still need to touch on some of the pre awakened skills for PvE on a lot of these classes. Because yeah. you, you basically have to use that, some of them for filler damage. and That was actually what I was going to mention anyways. I agree, but go on. Go on well, anything point. specific on Mewa? Well, Absolute Red Moon. Like, so Succession, how it works is it's basically just group up the mobs, get your Red Blade buff, stack crit bonuses, and any other add-on bonuses you can, like PvE add-on, or PvE AP. And then... Um, Get in the red blade mode and blow the fuck out of the mob pack. Doesn't matter which zone we're talking about here. Um, that's basically the rotation for everything except for the smaller tier uh, mobs. But um, for awakening, it's a little bit different. You weave in not only the awakening skills, but also the absolutes like red moon. Red moon is huge for a lot of the PvE damage. So absolute red moon as would probably realistically need to be buffed as well. Right. Um, and then maybe even the rebams, honestly. The rebam skills haven't been touched in such a long time. Yeah. Um, and we do weave those in. I, I feel like their PvE should be increased at does, the minimum. Does anyone remember the last time rebam skills have been rebalanced? Like nope. not since the CC changes. I yeah, think. the CC changes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so weird to me that those skills are like forgotten. I, I almost feel like Kakao or Pierre or whatever hates like doesn't like those abilities. Like they're just completely forgotten on every class. I think for most classes they're probably fairly stable, and I, I say that you know with caution, but stable in the sense that they do what they do, and that's it. <laughs> but yeah, but some of them don't make any sense like like if you think about the 
the usefulness of something like shadow ignition on Sork. And then you think about like the Maywa skills. It's like kind of like, wait, what? Or or even like Heart Snatch. Like you think a Heart Snatch is damage and you compare it's like cooldown to like something like Shadow Ignition. And I don't know. It's like such a weird, like they haven't been changed in balance forever. I, I mean, even, I don't even know if outside of like the actual CC changes on them in the CC changes or when that happened, I don't even think they changed any damage numbers like before that either. Pretty sure it's just um, kind of been the same, hasn't it? The only thing I can think of is the Archer ones, but that was more because the Archer was brand new. The Rebams just came out, and then they removed some CCs from Archer in general. Yeah, I mean, Mewa has one Rebam skill that's... I mean, most classes have the same problem, where one Rebam option is just completely garbage in comparison to the other one. Crimson Gust would be the one for Mewa. The... It, when it first was introduced, is basically one-shotting people. And uh, they conveniently found that it was doing two times the damage with each hit. So they nerfed the fuck out of it. And it's been pretty much just a extra float. That would be cool to have that as a viable option in PvE for damage or just combo potential. But right. yeah, most of, the, most of the skills have been, you know, fairly untouched. Um... Like you were saying. All right, let's move. Uh, Kuno, Wheel Wrath. Before do... we go on, yeah, a guild, a guildy literally just got the Shirkan piece in five oh. minutes of just starting. What a fucking <laughs> oh, what? what a fucking shitter! Oh my god, dude! He's getting kicked immediately. <laughs> uh, so Kuno Wheel Wrath now has twenty three percent more PVE damage, which is nice because that's go- it's so funny that Wheel Wrath in succession is like our hardest hitting PvE skill, or one of them, and then in Awakening it does literally nothing. Um, Chain Crash is 26% more PvE damage. That's kind of a slow skill. That one I'm I'm skeptical. We'll see. Hopefully it actually does damage. Now it would be nice to have that in the rotation. Half Moon Slash, which is a little side slash, 13% more damage. Flow Wrath now has 21% more PvE damage and 50% crit. That'll be good. Um... That'll help a lot because that skill right now is actually so slow that it's not worth. It's like the DPS is so bad. Um, Spin Spree got 17% more PV damage. Let's go. I, I still can't even, like, when I think about Succession compared to Awakening, Spin Spree has an 8 second cooldown. And Shadow Explosion has a 16 second cooldown. Why? Um, Halo's range was increased, and Halo now has. Minus 10 DP for 15 seconds. Um, I mean, it had it for like 10 seconds or something before, so I don't know. That's whatever. But um, I don't know, like when you look at the raw damage numbers, it's hard to tell if it's going to be good or bad. But if it is good, I'm definitely going to be grinding on Awakening Kuno, especially for Sakraya. Sakraya grind on Succession is tedious as fuck. Um... I want to talk about Ninja, though, because Ninja is one of these classes that has been bad at PvE for so long. and Which is funny, because in PvP it's so good, but in PvE it's been so bad. And they have so many skills in their Awakening tree that are locked, or just not used at all. Um, but uh, So Seamless, which is a spacebar skill, 100% crit rate in PvE, 35% crit rate in PvP, so it actually got a PvP buff as well. 
and it has a lower cooldown, and then 45% more PvE damage, so that's good. Um, flow Execution, which is just kind of like a singular hit, 25% more PvE damage. Um, sure Chaos Spree, last hit, 50% more PvE damage, um, and 100% more crit rate, or 100% crit rate in PvE. That one is still kind of weird, because the cooldown is so long that you can't use it one from one pack to the next. Which doesn't also doesn't make a lot of sense because the skill's not very good. Um, I don't I don't think that skill will still be good after corrupted sword dance. Now it's ten percent more PVE damage. Um, sudden decapitation ten percent more PVE damage. Katana shower ten percent more PVE damage. Murderous intent ten percent. Serpent twenty percent. Um, drastic measure fifteen percent and vacuum slash ten percent. So I'm hoping that that's enough <laughs> to make Ninja Grind viable because there's so many ninjas out there that are suffering in PvE. Yeah, the the Awakening is like pretty much wrist-breaking, right? It's, it's so bad. I the other day, Sammy was grinding, and he was like... He was talking about diamond rotation on Stars, and he's like, dude, I can literally overclear this place without a draft. And with a draft, I'm like two packs behind like the respawn on awakening it's it's like that much different it's crazy um yeah and then they buffed tamer succession bolt jolt damage range and whiplash damage increase in succession just as an aside which is scary <laughs> like their damage isn't enough um yeah i don't know so overall i'm excited as fuck about these changes dude Awakening being viable again, I'm kind of curious if we're going to see way less succession people out there and way more Awakening. You know what I'm actually happy about in regards to this? They're buffing Awakening and not nerfing succession. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was I, kind of worried they might consider nerfing succession. Silent, uh, Silent Chad asked, heard a rumor that after Awakening PvE, Awakening PvP is nice. Where this rumor come from? Anders mentioned it, but I couldn't find any evidence. Thoughts? I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, some of these classes, their Awakening is already good, as good or better than their Succession, depending, but still, overall, I think that'd be good. In general, I think Succession's still probably a little bit better in PvP on average. Um, you know what's... You know what... Not to get a little off-topic, but this just kind of reminded me. Uh, with Zerker's Succession, it just kind of, like confirmed the fact that PA wants us to be a three-minute class, and that's just, like, the most depressing thing, actually. Because it's like, oh, really? God, they're ne they're never going to break us out of this loop, are they? You say that, man, but I, I don't know, man. I, I've been in a bunch of Node Wars recently where Zerker Succession is the only version of Zerker that people play, and, man, like, that shit is fucking wrecks people, even without their 100. Mmm... It, Dude, it, I I watched that video Xavius posted in y'all's Discord, mm -hmm. and almost every single clip was first of all it's Slavage, so three hundred AP. Yeah, Second of all, almost every single clip was either Q buff and or ulti. I was like, Dude, That's, this is that guy actually has. I, I'm not kidding. Like he has like a pocket witch in Node War and Siege that goes with him when he mercs that always just feeds him their hundred percent. <laughs> So that's going to be his highlight video for sure. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Dude, I just... Uh, I don't know. Because, like, the thing about the Zerker Succession, like, the part that, like, is really cool about it is the whole, like, 
augmenting your abilities to be like all the whole like beastly theme, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like super dope, but then it's like, oh, it's it's when we Q buff. So just like awakening, how we get this really cool ability and become really strong when we Q buff. You literally embrace the eight. But I still think the not. I I think you're underestimating the non Q buff version of those skills. Some of them are actually really good. They do a lot of damage. That's I mean, I'm spin, sure they are. Just, that spin is crazy. Dude. And I'm sure they are. And I'm not saying that Succession is like weak in like PvP. By all accounts, it seems like it's okay now since they buffed it from when it was dog shit. It seems like it's okay now. But my point is, is that like. I would rather Zerker be a strong class overall than an okay class and then overpowered every three minutes. That's my point. Like, I just don't like... It's not fun. It's not fun being... Like, overpowered as fuck every three minutes. I don't know. I just... It's not... It's not It's not yeah. fun. I, I, I don't disagree. Zerker, Mewa, Kuno, Wine Podcast. That's what we are. <laughs> Featuring Dead GG. Featuring Dead GG. Dead GG and three victims. <laughs> For the uh, longest time, I always, I always said, you know, every patch I don't see lawn comments in there, I'm happy. Just don't buff yeah. us, don't buff us, and, and I'm good. I know, right? Someone... That is kind of the, the hope sometimes. Because if you get buffed, you're inevitably going to get gutted. Sarok says that uh, pretty sure they mentioned PvP balance at the top of the Global Lab notes. Did they? I didn't actually look at the top. Um, I was just uh, I was just skipped down to the classes that I play when I look at Global Lab. Yeah, so do I, typically. But... Uh, I'll read the top for you here. It says through I mean, this week's update. <laughs> That's why I want to oh, read it, yeah. dude. Let me do this. <laughs> through this week's update, the awakening PV balance of some characters has been increased based on the efficiency of the upper hunting ground. We focused on reducing the difference between each character. We apologize for not being able to proceed to PvP at the same time, and we will update related related updates through the Black Desert Labs as soon as they are ready. We will value and refer to your opinions. So that, that's, yeah, they're just saying like they pause the PvP to get this out real quick, and then they're going back to PvP. Um, I did want to do some of these translations are so beautiful that I just want to read them. Real Dude, male figure <laughs> actually killed me whenever I read it. Yeah, this is, uh, I've been saying this forever. I, I don't know what's happened. Google Translate has been a thing forever and it's progressively getting worse and worse. Um, let me hold on. There, they had a list of the skills that split damage got removed from because I guess the community was asking. I, I believe we'll we'll probably get it in whenever we get this patch we'll probably see that list as well and it'll be translated properly but some of these are really good my favorite one was the kuno one um or no no uh the the witch one the witch flow wood chips left attack oh my god <laughs> that one's good um kuno had a flow trees left-handed attack it also translates differently like every time it, it's so i don't know man this is, it's so bad. Um, <laughs> it's fantastic. Here's some of the skills that uh, <laughs> Ninja had split damage removed from Ruin, Ruin, Beheading, Sesame, Ascending, Cutting, Cutting, and Kicking. Cutting, so, <laughs> cutting, and kicking. <laughs> remember how you guys, Ninjas were doing so poor in node work because they couldn't do full damage with Ascending, Cutting, Cutting, and Kicking? 
Well, that makes sense. Oh, and then which had <laughs> which had the split damage removed from River Freezing Ninja? Nice. <laughs> it's a skill specifically towards ninjas. Yeah, I um, want skill specifically toward ninjas. <laughs> it would be good, like, dude. Expose your sword. stealth kind of abilities. Yeah, just give me a you sword. Mean like Archer right has, there. and nobody even takes. <laughs> All right, so they added this new equipment called Nesser Equipment. Did you guys see this? So this no. is what it looks like. I briefly looked at it. Yeah, this one, I, I didn't do enough research. I think people are... I, I think it's not just seasonal. This is seasonal and in-game. I'm pretty sure you get these from finishing... Uh, let's see, it says the following top-of-the-line contribution equipment has been added that can be rented as contributions to the Valencian family. Nesser gear can be worn by both seasoned and regular characters. So there's a main weapon, secondary weapon, awakened weapon, helmet, armor, gloves, and shoes. And I believe all of them are equal to... I think they're equal to Tet. I'm pretty sure. Nesser equipment can be rented through 50 contribution points per part. So you can actually use contribution to rent like kind of high-end gear or higher-end gear, like above Oasis. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on that? I guess this kind of goes towards the Oasis like being permanent thing, in a way. It's another catch-up mechanic. I think it, at least just using it for like your primary weapon or something while you're trying to grind out enough silver for it would be good for new players. Or when someone's an idiot and blows their shit up. I think... Oh, yeah, someone says uh, perma-reds are going to have a field day. I believe this has the same rules as Oasis. Where it... I think it... Yeah. If you're... If you're zero karma or less, the equipment ability does not apply, so it loses its AP, and your AP just drops. So you technically can't be perma-red with this gear. But... um. Man, 50 CP per piece is is a lot. I <laughs> This is just a promotion to let people roulette more often, I feel like. <laughs> we got the rental accessories and now the actual rental gear. Oh, my God. Well, of course, dude. They get, they've been light on artisan sales lately. They got to like, bump up those sales, baby. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know if there's anything else. Yeah, I don't know. Looks like it's about it. The aiming and pointing of precision uh... shelling has been increased, dude. Boat war is going to get better. Yeah, I don't know. We, uh, this rental gear. Are you guys going to rent anything? Rez, these are all uh, upgrades gonna... for you. So. What the fuck? What are you going to spend your CP on, dude? <laughs> Damn. It will let you raw I mean, tap your dandy. Yeah, that's what I think. It's mostly to encourage players to go for these higher tier accessories or higher tier um, gear enhancements. I mean, and not feel miserable when your weapon is pry and you can't participate in teaching yeah. the horse. Yeah. Great, so I can fail one more pen attempt every time I, I go for it. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Build that beautiful stack up. Mm. At this point, I'm I'm close to giving up. In all honesty, <laughs> oh no. Um, 
All right, let's talk about the band wave that no one is talking about because no one cares about when actual cheaters are being banned. <laughs> they only care about mappers. Uh, did you know there was a band wave this week? Show of hands, who knew there was a band wave this week? Yeah. Wait, just fish spotters and speed hackers, though? No, 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 no. More than that. Hold on. Mm. There's one more. One more one more set that I think is is huge. Um Oh, the trade hack. Wait, oh, I opened the wrong one. I, wait, yes, the trade hack thing. Wait, where is this shit? Oh, here we go. Third party software ban. Alright, yeah. Twenty one fish bots banned, uh ninety two other speed hack slash bot, and hundred and one trading speed hack bots, which is like that's when if anyone has seen when you're in BA right at the entrance and you see a shy with a barcode name pop in for one second and then pop out and they all have like rank one through five trading on their channel and there's like yeah they're making a shitload of money uh speed hack trading barcodes backup plan if they're uh, masked (laughs) well they're not in the barcode guild but they they are barcode names yeah they're i mean technically they, they might be yeah they might be uh Dude, that's a that's kind of a lot of accounts. Two hundred fourteen accounts banned. Uh, two hundred and what is my math here? Yeah, two fourteen. That's good. Uh, fuck the trading speed hackers. You know what's so funny is they had to. I feel like they had to do this on the patch with the infinite pot because we were gonna see all those speed hacking zerkers at sheer ruins. Now that people are actually there. <laughs> it was gonna be like publicly exposed. Yeah, they're gonna be like, "Shit, where do we go now?" Now they'll actually end up in fucking Sakura. Sorry, Frosty. <laughs> <laughs> there already were some in there. No, Sakura is not. Full I actually of had never. I don't think I've ever run into one. I ran. This I've sounds ran fake. At least ten before. Yeah, we're at, at uh, Achman mostly. Uh, Achman, Sakraya, Tashira. Hmm. Pretty much anywhere. I ran into, this sounds fake, but I, I legitimately ran into a group of four of them running relics. Which looks really weird. But they were, it was four Zerkers all in a row with red exploding blood on them, and they all looked like they were charging up, like powering up like Dragon Ball Z. And like the scrolls would spawn and just die instantly next to them, like over and over and over again. I just there's something funny to me about like this bot that's grinding all day, and then the poor bot has to go run relic scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> the bot probably hates it, dude. Like, ah, oh, I have so many relics I gotta do. Uh. All right, moving on. Uh, I think comments. I, have you guys gotten any potion parts? Not I. No. That would but require grinding. I haven't even tried yet. I haven't even tried. I got the Shira Ruins one like three hours in. Um, No luck on Mansions, though, sadly. I need the man. I don't. I. It's probably best for the best that I don't get the Mansions one because then I'm going to have to gather. And I don't want to do that, but man, it's just like just like the compass. Like the other pieces are so easy to get, and then you just need the Elton, and then you're stuck grinding for three thousand hours. 
Yeah. Um. Okay, so I guess we can move on to uh, comments. Uh, DadGG, generally here, we like to give our guests the option. Um, if you want to stay and hang out for comments, you're welcome to. Contribute. I'll throw it to you here and there, and uh, if you have any opinions on anything people say, feel free to chime in. Otherwise, if, if you're pressed on time or you have to bounce, uh, feel free. You're welcome to do that as well. It's to totally up to you. I'm just chopping wolves, man. I'm chopping wolves. All right, cool. righty. Glad to hear it. Um, let's see. Let's go to newest first. Okay. Uh, Priestu says, great podcast as always. Please give us Sorks some love. Why community hates Sorks so much? Meta on the console is completely whoa, whoa, different. Whoa, whoa. What? Yeah. Wait, we're doing comments? Yeah, we're doing comments. We don't got anything else, dude. We just talked about the banner. I thought we banner. had uh, yeah. infinite plot pieces. You, you put did. that in there. Yeah. How many do you have? No one has Zero. Any. Yeah, no one has any. I am the only one with one piece. <laughs> I'm the only one with a single piece, dude. Wow. <laughs> also, I thought I was reading comments today. Are you stealing my thunder, bitch? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing the comments today. We gotta have someone who can read. All right, so Priesto said, <laughs> "Dude, I don't know, man. I'm just so scared. I let the Maywa read once, and it got dicey. Just... <laughs> and now I'm just so concerned. And it's easy because it's up on the screen for the record. It's a, you know, it's all good. All right, dude. Did... It's just the names. Everyone can't come up with some fucking simple ass name. Yeah." Oh, also, DadGG, before we go on to the comments, pl plug your stuff. You, you stream, you... Uh, do you make YouTube videos as well, or you just stream? Just stream. Just stream. All right. Where can people the, find your stream? On the DadGG at Twitch. Twitch.tv Twitch slash the DadGG. Uh, that is correct. And that's where you find him did you, did briefing you other people. Did you give him an shoot. out, or did you just start reading get, comments? I, get, I gave him, him an out. I gave him an out. He said <laughs> all he's doing is chopping wood, and he's down to hang out. Okay, I just want to make sure, you know. Reslar has become my nagging wife, dude. That's what, that's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> Do, did you even ask if they want something to drink? Maybe he wants something to drink. Priestu <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> says, great podcast as always. Oh, yeah. Give Sork some love. Meta on console is completely different. I think we are slowly progressing towards what's on PC, but you have to get really good gear so you don't get crushed by witch wizards. Hey, same, dude. Uh, console performance, low FPS, lags, desynchronization, favors AoE spamming and super armor, frontal guard rotation, Sork below 240p is dogship in PvP, we do not have any easy WW input, and we need to use Urbams from the hotbar, old PC Urbams, etc. The life of a Sork on consoles ain't easy. Of course, I'm aware these problems also affect other classes. Um, yeah, dude, that, that sucks, man. I don't even know, uh... <laughs> I don't know what to say about it because like it, it's just so limiting and the balance is so different here. So like in generally ninety nine percent of the time when when we're referring to balance on this podcast, it's it's more geared towards PC. I know the console players struggle and their meta is totally different, and it probably would be good if they rebalanced your guys' stuff differently. Um, but I doubt they'll ever do that. <laughs> A real answer is just join the PC Master Race and you don't have to worry about it. True. That's true. Dead then GG. you get your own new set of problems. Yeah, DeadGG got to like 650 gear score in three weeks, so you could do it too. 
Um, <laughs> he also said, uh, Jesus. when will we invite a, a Sork Sensei to the podcast? We had Heedon on a while back. Um, I forget which episode, but, and can we re- recommend any good Sork to watch? Yeah, Heedon. Go check out Heedon's videos. Uh, H-E-E-D-U-N. He also streams. I forget his Twitch off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure it's in the description of his, of that episode. Um, Zero Eight says WW Chase cancels the lingering animation for Stub Arrow while normal W does not. How does console even play without all these cancels? Um, he says Musasin uh, suggesting have Chase cost more stamina and go faster is the worst possible change you can have for Musa Mewas. The time you're in SA will be cut by more than half, and you'll spend even more time Q slash S blocking. Sad Frosty didn't read my last paragraph. <laughs> I don't want... Sorry, I think you had a really long thing. I gotta get a TLDR. If it's too long, it gets kind of hard. Um, he says, I don't want grabs from Yeah, we, by, the w- by the way, by the way, mm-hmm. just want to interject here real quick. If comments continue getting longer and longer, which I do like, but people do not start putting TLDRs, I'm going to start TLDRing them for you. And so if I miss your point because you didn't write a TLDR, that's on you. So I just let that be known right now. I'm making an announcement. We can't keep spending like uh, two to three hours alone on comments because people are typing up essays. And while we can read essays, you know, on our own time in the recording, it it just extends the podcast far longer than than what it needs to be. So please, please, please put a TLDR. If you don't, I'm going to put one for you and I might miss your point. So just be warned now. Right, and we do. I I do read all of them. Like yeah, you know, I read all of them as well. Yeah. yeah, and and to be fair, if if we do, if I do end up doing a TLDR for you, I'll try and reply. Uh, so that way you know that uh, you know, I read it, and I can give my like full opinion on it, even if uh, you know, we don't talk about it as much on the show or whatever. So right. try and make it fair, but just we gotta we gotta shorten up the time a little bit that we're spending on comments. Is basically what it comes down to. Um, all these classes with seven to ten second grab cooldowns have other methods to play PvP, whether that be SA range, damage CC, or both. But what I really want is just manageable iframes. You shouldn't be able to play against grab classes the same way you do against classes without grabs. But for fuck's sake, give Musa Mewa the following iframes: uh, iframes, Mewa Awakening Sleet Steps, Mewa Succession Stigma. Musa awakening one step back. Musa succession evasive shot. I think that's totally reasonable. Uh, Kamikaze, uh, Kamikaze says Ninja got both PvP damage nerf, mobility nerf affects PvE, and increased cooldown on shuriken skills. So I would claim Ninja also got suck nerfs for both PvE and PvP, just FYI. True. It definitely was a nerf to PvE, but it, it was very minor, like in the grand scheme. Like if you're at Sakraya Star's End, like the places like that, the travel distance is so minimal that it barely affected trash. But in some of the other spots, it that's definitely fair. Even in history, where you have to cross rooms, I think uh, the alert stance nerf affected them a little bit. Um, Dancing Sword says, in my opinion, the only class that needs a grapple break is a witch, maybe a wizard too. <laughs> Fuck wizards. I agree. <laughs> I like that wizard wouldn't get it. It's like uh, we introduce a grapple break for awakening witch and wizard's chilling wave uh now no longer has a CC or frontal guard. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Kashira says, Dude, I was thinking, I was yeah. thinking about this the other day. What if they actually did make Chilling Wave like not protected or CC, but the, they made the range on it like fucking huge? So it's like, you know, you cast it from really like fireball like range away, you know? I don't know if that's even possible considering terrain, but, you know, that'd be cool. Or as crazy as this sounds, even, like, gore roll range, maybe, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Great podcast, as usual, Kashira says. TLDR, Kafra's change includes an uptick in market. Exploit punishments are okay. Uh... Let me see. Let me read the Kafra's thing real quick. He said, in terms of Kafra's change, I feel 95%... Uh, the 95% change and the decrease in C1 through 4 will increase market price rather than decrease it. More new players will be willing to invest Kafras since their weapons won't be as expensive. So, yeah. You're saying basically Kafras will actually go up in price, not down because of this. Since it's a little easier to Kafras, more people are going to be willing to buy them. Which is probably yep. true. Demand demand is going to go up, I would assume. So. I, was, I was dreading getting... So when I I was not going to Kafras my dandy to level three because pen dandy is like kind of expensive to Kafras. I don't even remember. It was like six hundred Kafras or five hundred, something kind of crazy to get to three. And I was like, eh, not worth it. I play Succession anyway. And then I saw the Awakening buffs, and I was like, fuck, I got to get that so I can get the two eighty nine bracket with Kudum. And I was dreading it. And I go pop the dandy in the window. Dude, it only cost me 330 Kaffir stones to get my pen dandy to level 3. Which nice. seems so freaking cheap compared to what it used to be. So, yeah. Um, share my feed says, get Tim back on the podcast. Uh, Max Punch says, damn, where's the Maywa when you need him? The discussion could have been so salty. Missed opportunity. I really miss Frosty being super nice to him. Oh, you were missed, yeah. Nashi. He got he got called in to work, and also I think he died because yeah, yeah he just typed. I'm getting griefed by my PC. He died on <laughs> us, so uh, he's not here for this either. I guess now. <laughs> yeah, look, dude, you cursed him. Uh, someone gives Zethian a fucking medal. That is genius. Wait, to to what's that in reference to? Uh, what did we mention about Zethian last episode? To add on to that, throw on, throw in Frosty's toggle suggestion. What was my toggle what did we suggestion? About, what, what did, what did, I don't remember. I don't, I don't, I don't even remember. remember talking about Zathian last episode. Yeah, I don't either. I'm sorry. Fuck. I read that comment when it was first posted, like like four days ago or whatever it was, and I was like, "Wait, what? What? I don't remember." <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, suggestion about loot scrolls. What was his suggestion? I don't remember, but apparently we talked about it. Dev, what did what did Dev act? What what did what was the suggestion? We don't. We're small brains here. We're smooth brains. Help us. <laughs> My brain is fried, dude. I keep we going can't to remember things. Four a.m. because of this. Uh, oh, making quarantine. loot scrolls. Uh, oh, restore Agus fever. Yeah. Yeah. So we got some different comments here. We got making loot scrolls for Agus fever. Some shit toggling loot scrolls on and off. I think. Uh, so yeah, something like that. Something to do with Agar's fever or something the sort. Right. Um, okay. I don't even have Agar's fever yet. Should I do that? I probably should. Yeah, every day when you grind, it just gives you more trash loot. It's kind of nice. Um, and since you don't, you probably don't grind absolutely every single day, so it builds up. It builds up up to 20k, so you can use it all, like, 
at once, which is kind of nice. Um, he says, I think having a, it be a point system also makes it kind of weird, doesn't it? Um, the He's talking about Agra's Fever. Some classes kill more mobs an hour, and even just having high-end gear means uh, you do compared to low gear, so those points won't always last an hour. Yeah. I, I think... Um, I don't know. I, yeah, it, it's kind of it's in a weird, it's a good like base thing. How, how do you feel about Agris Fever, DGG? What are your thoughts on the Agris Fever change? I uh, I think it's great. I mean, anything that helps it, you know, maximize your time while you play. Some people like me have way too much time, but there's also a lot of people that you know only get to hop on for an hour or two a day. Does it need Man. a toggle to turn on and off so you can use it when you want? I think it would be nice to, but I don't think it's necessary. Does it? It doesn't affect anything when you're um, gathering. Like, killing wolves doesn't even affect it, right? Because it's not technically like a normal mob or sheep and stuff. I, I don't believe so, although I haven't done it yet. So. Well, when you do wolves for one hour and for some reason you have 7,000 wolf trash loot, you'll know why. Um... <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Noxic, sorry to not read the whole thing, Talos, it's a little bit long. Put a TLDR next time when you get a chance. Uh, he ends with hashtag res the raid boss. Noxic, right, Noxic, Noxic oh, welcome our, back. Our, our uh, resident Maywa is back. PC stopped griefing. Yeah, it fucking gave me an error. <laughs> and I couldn't get I couldn't get back in. It was giving me some errors saying my, uh, my startup processes were not right. Well, okay. there was a you missed a comment. Somebody said that uh, you were missed last episode because there could have been a lot of salty discussion. Oh yeah, there was. Episode, yeah. I, there. I I listened to the episode after you guys made it available. I was like, Did you punch your keyboard? There's so much shit I could say right now. <laughs> <laughs> they also said they missed me being nice to you. Uh, Nox, yeah. <laughs> Noxic no, what was hilarious? What was hilarious is you watched it in Google Drive, didn't you? Because you commented, yeah. you you, I, I, you messaged in the group chat, and I was like, yeah, wait, I, the video's not even up yet. How yeah, no, my, my initial response was, Nyash is such a lying son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I was listening to it through the uh, the MP3 that you guys had available in the Google Drive. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Oh, I forgot. We shared the Google Drive. You must be watching it through that." Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I was able to access it that way. Not not Piotr in in Twitch chat says Reslar has little PP. Uh, All right, that's it, Piotr. You're losing <laughs> your mod status. <laughs> Noxic, Yikes! Noxic Parse has been watching for a little bit now. Been enjoying this podcast as a whole since I'm a new player. There's nice info dump, and hearing the state of the game from people is cool. Was horrible ruined saturday though and woke up excited to watch the stream of the podcast just to have zero stream sorry about that nayashi's computer is uh <coughs> or shit happened no no, no I that had was to work, work that day oh you had to work yeah, that, that work. day yeah i had to work yeah so uh what we're gonna do i've already made it but for some reason the bot's down right now maybe maybe she's back up let me see nope still down i don't know why the bot's down right now but uh i'll figure it out I've already made the roles. I made a, a Nyashi stream club and a podcast stream club. So uh, once I get the bot back up and running, you're going to be able to assign yourself those roles. So if you want a notification of when Frosty goes live, you can get the Frosty stream club role. If you want a notification of when Nyashi goes live, you can get the Nyashi stream club role. 
And then if you just want notifications whenever we're doing the podcast, when we're recording the podcast live, then you can get the podcast uh, stream club role because sometimes Nayashi do it, sometimes Frosty will do it, maybe sometimes both of them will do it. We never know. It's just a fucking flip of the coin at this point. So if you only want notifications on when the podcast is going live, you're going to want to subscribe to that role. But it's not available yet, so if you're in the stream, don't go trying to do it. Bot has to be back up. I don't know why it's down. i got to figure it out. Yeah, he says, now that I know the reasons, though, I totally understand. Just funny that the time I wanted to watch it was down. TLDR, get fucked, nerd. <laughs> um, <laughs> Storm16 says, Musa main here. My problem with Musa is when I Dragon Bite, which has... Uh, which has connected to forward blind thrust, the CC mechanic should 100% work. I don't know if other Musa may well have the same problem, but I feel that this occurs one too many times. Also about punishment for the map exploit, um, needed to be more than one-to-one. -one. If you consider this a bank loan, then you have to pay interest on the amount you loaned, because to be real, as a 264 with Nuver Musa main 3.5 bill could go a very long way for me, and I will join them if the punishment was one-to-one. -one. Yeah, true. Um, also, side notes, uh, stack, use the stack to enchant stuff, mainly accessories. I don't really have a problem with because they're taking risks with their loan and it could go bad. And I still have a problem with it because fucking the stacks were free. They didn't make them. <laughs> uh, yeah, there is literally no effort involved besides just killing chests. Yeah. Especially because the ones that did the masterminding of it that actually made the alts and got all the maps... Or permaban, so that means everyone else didn't have to do shit. So it's literally free effort. True. There's a salty Maywell, dude. Austin Lasseter says, <laughs> if there is punishment for breaking blocks, then block stagger has to be completely removed from the game. Sometimes you get locked in stagger and cannot do anything. Yeah, I Wait, said why? that. Oh, yeah. does, you're talking does about he that. mean? Does he mean? He means just getting locked in <clears throat> block, right? Yeah, can... yeah, so there are some there are some times where you will actually be locked into your block while your block is being hit, and there is nothing or sometimes it'll be like very only very specific skills that you can use to get out of it, basically, instead of the skills that you want to use. Yeah. Um I but think I think there's... I I think I did say that last episode where I said yeah. you want to make sure that that's not a thing anymore because that it would be kind well, of ridiculous. I think you just pointed out that it's it is a thing that like you can't do that change because you get block locked but it's so weird because like the mechanic Maybe. of it i think is it's one of those things that it was put in the game originally and i feel like it doesn't really make sense anymore i think back in the day it made sense because skills didn't hit you super hard and maybe it was to help like newer players like not let go of their block too early kind of thing like it's almost like an autopilot block because i noticed when uh like on Kuno, if I S block and someone hits my block, it, it has no effect. Like I can move or do whatever I want. But if I use Q to block, then I'm stuck in it for a really long time. Uh, unless I side dash, which is less, you're not really thinking of that at the time because you're so used to not having to do that. So it's like weird. Yeah, that, that should just be removed in general, regardless of block being changed. The block lock. Yeah, is it just doesn't done. make sense. So, I mean, if you're using an ability and your block breaks, you don't get interrupted. And yeah, it's just when you're just holding your block, it's just weird. 
Um, wow, seriously says Archer Main here from the struggling console community praying for decent servers. We highly agree with Reslar and Fullbloom not having a place for Archer's kit. So as a replacement, we could get two Luthergan's calls. <laughs> Great work suggesting. Oh Don't you have to? Piercing Light is kind of like Luthergan's call. Come on. Uh, great work suggesting another long-range ability to one-shot people. Sincerely, the real ranged class. Um, and then he puts a whole bunch of other stuff about Archer's balance. Um, increased cooldown and that sort of thing. Uh, let's see. Ash McLeod says, I like Suck Guardian. Nerf Awaken as much as y'all want. I'll be okay with it. But I can honestly say on my Mystic... I have zero issues facing them, but I believe it's mainly just learning the matchup by sparring uh, others. The only issue I've had with guarding is their ability to self-heal on a good amount of their AoEs if correctly tuned. True, <laughs> Bunny says. Is it just me or is the podcast turning into 70% comments and 20% talking to the guests about new updates and 10% bullying Nayashi? Thank you for the podcast. Heart and Frosty stream earlier so I can stay longer. Woo-woo. I've been trying to, uh, I can't it, wake up early. It is turning into that, which is why we're going to try to shorten down the comments just a wee bit. So, yeah. write TLDRs or they're going to be written for you. And if I misunderstand your point, that's your fault, not mine. I do like the idea of Reslar going in and actually logging into all of your YouTube accounts and editing your comments and putting TLDRs for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I, I try to wake up early, man, to stream. It's... This quarantine stuff has me going to sleep at some. Nasty it's hard for him to wake hours. up early when he stays up till four thirty in the morning playing the fucking forest, <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude, my my woman's making me stay up till like four watching her stupid shows. It's driving me nuts. I hate General Hospital, dude. All right, Djax says my problem with the Musa is him being a male. I want an actual female Musa. Would rather hear a female moaning than a man grunting. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh that's, that's, god. That's Mewa for you. That's Mewa, dude. That is Mewa. They don't like the ice though. They want a female with the fire animations. Uh Mr. X says Guardian is practically an overtuned Valkyrie from what is being said. I'm not sure which class is slower, but I know my Valkyrie has high burst damage for how much slower she has become. But she has almost no protection in engages. He's talking about awakening. Um or her grab. But I'd still play my valkyrie over an imbalanced guardian i'd even go as far as to say valkyrie is in a good spot right now balance compared to other classes however i'll take buffs any and all yeah it wouldn't be bad to see valk get some love they didn't even get any guardian, changes in pve for some reason the guardian valkyrie. is definitely slower than doc though i don't know how <laughs> that is just uh true that's that's just a, a fact guardian is slow as fuck yeah it is um, I'm leveling up a Valk right now. Well, it's kind of been put on pause while I'm trying to do this infinite pot thing, but I got my Valk to like level 58 right now, and I leveled up a Guardian to level 60, and I can confirm Guardian is a lot fucking slower. Right. I Dude, I, I actually do love that. Um, I don't know. I, I love the Oasis gear being in the game currently because the pot grind, you don't really need super high end gear to grind it, so I can just keep grinding on any class I want that I have leveled already. I did I did like two hours of sheer ruins on a fucking ranger succession. Dude, descending current is the most beautiful thing in the whole game, dude. Standing in one spot and killing every mob in a massive AoE around you and then just walking in a circle to pick up the loot. That shit is ah, uh, that shit is so good. 
Every class needs that skill. Uh, <laughs> Danielle uh, Bachetti says, I'm getting confused from all this Siege Merc node talk. So if you win Siege, you can't even Merc out to Node War during the week. You are locked in from PvP till next Saturday, really? Yes. Um, yeah, so if you win a territory on a castle, you can't place for Node War. And you can't merc out. You literally just don't get to PvP until the following Saturday, outside of like yeah. open world shit. Yeah, which is why a lot of a lot of siege guilds sometimes don't even want castles, and they'll just give it to somebody else because they don't really want the money, and they just want the fight, and then hand it off so that they can keep fighting. Basically, it's it's honestly aside from I think the merc system currently, it's probably the worst thing about siege. Is the fact that you just get you get fucked on content by winning, which just doesn't make sense. Yeah, wait, DGG, were you ever into Siege or not really? Or do you enjoy yeah, Siege? Siege with Kyokai for a long time, and then I've murked out a ton as well. What are your Siege thoughts on Siege is... and the Merc system? Uh, I think the Merc system kind of gives smaller guilds a chance to at least compete with or, you know, fight alongside some of the larger guilds, which is pretty cool. But it's definitely abused for sure. Is Siege fun on lawn? Uh, most lawns don't seem to think so, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> 700, huh, it's... 700 gear score changes things, huh? Yeah, just a little <laughs> just bit. Kidding. Now you, I bet you did you didn't you mostly siege like um, Balanos, Serendia, and then some Calfion, right? I imagine. Yeah, typically. Madai and Valencia siege on lawn is probably awful. It's actually pretty fun. Really, you get to. Yeah, you get to basically fly into Valencia, and you get to hop all over the place. So, like, your mobility is pretty nice in Castle. For Valencia. Busted class. Danielle Daniela Bashati <laughs> also says, Edit. Also, I always knew Frosty was a man of culture, but now I see that he has ASR ASMR videos on his recommended for you tab. What a god. Dude, this recommended for you tab <laughs> is I, I get baited. All right. I don't know what the fuck. It's so bad. I, I wish you could adjust <laughs> it. Or if you can, I don't know how. I, I don't even know, dude. There's some stuff in there that's just it's terrible. Also, my, I have I have, this guy Azur in my in Discord will rant. He'll say like, "Oh, guys, check this out. This is a really cool whatever." And you click it, and it's not at all what he said, and it links you to something horrible. My stream yesterday requested caramel dance for two hours straight. So now my recommended videos is all fucked. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, yesterday uh, we were playing Terra for some reason. Don't judge us. Um, and Sammy was like about to search something on how to do something on Terra. He's like, mm, you know what? I don't want Terra videos being recommended to me. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I don't actually partake in the ASM, ASMR watching, but I should. I don't know why that would be recommended to me. That sounds like I'm lying. I'm moving on. Uh, Seisho, Sato says... <laughs> that sounds like I'm lying. <laughs> a, bit, a bit of an off topic. I just reached 235 AP, 285 DP, and decided to try grinding Aukman while listening to the podcast. I was running around the desert for 45 minutes without a straight 
without a single Aukman portal. Finally got one. Every room is filled with people. Took another 45 minutes channel hopping to find a free spot. Bit of context, there's only 11 channels in SEA, excluding Olvia and Arsha, and they were all crowded Oof. when I was playing. Grinding just fine for around 30 minutes when a lag spike happened. Boom, minus two precision crystals. I blame third world country internet. 3K pre-order on precision at max price uh, on SEA market. Um, so now I'm listening to this while grinding centaurs for precision. <laughs> That's so sad, dude. Uh, um, so obviously every region's like customer support is going to be different, but I think you can get your crystals back if you actually like say there was a lag spike in the game and I lost crystals dying to a mob. Yeah, I mean, again, that's I think a every uh, customer or miss when that happens. That's a uh, that's a North America EU thing, Rosar. Right? That's uh, I mean, that's I why we know, have man. to pray to the gods of cacao because all they do is help us and benefit us in every way possible. Uh, Tot <laughs> Thorson says, "Great idea. Make block harder to regen. I mean, it's literally already one skill away to break it anyway. Would be great for archers and other long range classes." Smiley face. True, probably would break the game. I mean, regening, regening <laughs> like the block, people... <laughs> regening the block longer is. I don't think it's. It wouldn't, wouldn't be that bad. I don't know. I mean, if you make blocks, it's also stronger. annoying to me that people are like ignoring the part where I said you would have to make the block like a lot stronger if you did that. Yeah, like you can't break the block into skills and then have it be like a longer regeneration period and be without it for a long time. Just like you can't have the 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 block be you know you can't increase the punishment of breaking a block or having your block your block broken rather while also making you locked into a block while you're being hit. Like, there are these several changes you would have to make if you were to do this. And I said this last episode, but people are just ignoring it, I guess. It's quite infuriating. Yeah. Um, well, you said one thing, and that's triggering. <laughs> uh, Zappy says, I'm in Guardian right now, and I agree that she is strong, needs to get tuned down. My recommendation is reducing the damage or range of Dragon's Maw, that's Shift LMB, for the slow, removing it would be very harsh. Give it to a few skills would be fine. I'm just, just think of being slowed as a Guardian. I tested it with Mates and BA. Being heavily slowed as Guardian, uh, which happens often, makes your cleansing f uh, flame, Shift F, take 3.6 seconds to finish its animation, for example. That sounds like a buff to me. Uh, I'm not on board. Yeah, that's 3.6 <laughs> seconds of super armor, brother. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm not on board with higher cooldowns, except grab 12 second would be fine. There are way too many skills that are useless slash deal no damage. Most dual matchups are just knowledge based. If you know how to catch your opponent to win. Uh, for Guardian, for example, there are gaps to catch her and she's pretty easy to kite. But with every matchup, it can be one-sided. Uh, this has nothing to do with Guardian. So one thing I, I a friend of mine bear had this idea and he referenced it from a character in league of legends that i forget the name of maybe uh, something with a d darren darius something but he was saying make you know the that the aoe skill with range like the huge like far the one shift lmb is that shift lmb the I, one where it goes across the fucking map <clears throat> yeah the one that goes across the map he was saying yeah. make that do it's full damage at range, but when you see the skill starting up, if you're within the first circle of it, it does like greatly reduce damage. So it's almost like a strategic thing. 
So like that's one of those things where it hits hard from far, but doesn't hit you if you're right next to him just for that one particular and skill. Screener says you're wrong. It's shift F. Yeah, that, that's what I think too. I thought it was shift F. I think it's the the one where you like spin and do two slashes, and it's like really far. I don't remember what shift L and B yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, that one. Shift L and B is the charge one where you charge up. Oh, and the then charge. You no, no, not the charge. Shit one. out in front of you. Yeah, the other one. The other one. The two spin slashes. Yeah. Yeah, that's shift F. Um. I actually like that idea because then that would be like if you're if you're dueling with it like let's say you're a Mewa or a Musa like in that moment where you see they're winding up the skill if you're playing close like you're at risk of grab but you're not at risk of just dying standing up because that skill's more range so they can use it as a range poke but doesn't just kill you no matter where you are that would be kind of an interesting idea. Um, and silent. Someone in a chat says uh, as well. Ranger has a few sweet spots like that on awakened skills. There are several skills that uh, function like this. Uh, Ancient Wave is also one of them. Uh, if you're too close or too far away, it does a lot of reduced damage. Gore Roll is also like this. If you're too close or too far away, it does a lot of reduced damage. So it really wouldn't be that hard of a function to implement, I wouldn't think. Um, Zappy also says, stay safe, boys. Uh, Merrick, Merrick, Mark and Ho. Sorry, I was having a hard time reading that. Mark and Ho says, F in chat for the forgotten, unpredictable uh, in the siege scene. Uh oh, I guess that's a that's a guild. A forgotten unpredictable in the siege scene. That's a that's a guild, yeah. And then someone BM'd them and said, Imagine losing members to scuffed. <laughs> uh Tristan, <laughs> Tristan. Dude, this this scuffed guild is all over our comments for some uh, reason. I don't know what the hell. It's like <laughs> the third week in a row someone's brought up scuff. Uh Tristan Crow says, Can you guys get a tamer guest for the next podcast? Totally not a tamer main. We actually have not had a tamer on. I, I would love to have a tamer on. We need to get in touch with someone. Yeah, I think tamer. I think tamer might be the last class that we haven't had on yet. Actually, oh shy, tamer, tamer. shy. I guess I think that's it. Technically, Kuno. You haven't brought a Kuno. Technically, on. but you're a Kuno, so I don't count that shit. The fuck, we don't need another Kuno on here spilling lies. <laughs> we we haven't had a. Uh... I feel like there's something else. Um, no, I think that's it. Hmm. Yeah, I Pretty guess you're right. sure, anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I think we've had everything. Maybe we haven't had everything except I for mean, uh, Tamer. I don't know. I don't know if you count Striker, because we did have fake uniform on, but we didn't really talk a lot about Striker in that episode, so I don't know if you count that or not. And we had That CPC. really wasn't like a Striker episode. We had CPCP as well. Oh, we did. We did a, but he yeah. was a he was a guardian at that time. So it two was like... two half strikers make a whole striker guest. <laughs> Valk, we did have a Valk on. He was one of our very first guests. Uh, he was a really really good Valk in our guild at the time. It's like episode like five or something. It's like one of the first guests we had on. Uh, West J. Finn says, my class comment, the one about Warrior, Zerk, Striker, Ebus, was directly referencing you guys talking about Awakening, Zerk, and Large Scale and saying Warrior was tanky. That is why I used all Awakening examples. My reference to quality drop or not giving a damn was not directed to anyone specific, but everyone in a variety of topic. Uh, hence my pre-warning not to take it personally. And I'm with you on not arguing with the 15-minute rant. History is saying, Hist saying catching it early and someone internally let someone know just, they are ranting just saying 
I oh, think. Just saying, catching it early and somehow internally let someone know they are ranting before it's long and drawn out. I'm just trying to draw attention to noticeable increase in this by all three hosts and even a couple guests. Yeah, I mean, Reslar and Ash haven't been pulling their weight, West Jay, and I'm with you on that. <laughs> I don't know. Rants are fine, in my opinion, honestly. I mean, this is like... Again, to talk about something, I don't know if it was this commenter or somebody else said an episode or two episodes ago, but uh, uh, somebody was like, it should be more structured. And I just heavily, heavily disagree with that. I think part of the fun of what we do here is the fact that it is so uh, free-flowing. We just kind of throw caution to the wind. We have a loose set of shit that we want to talk about. And... uh, yeah, we just kind of roll with it. And then if people go off on tangents or rants or, or whatever, then I think that's that's part of the ride, part of the journey. So, I don't know. I just, yeah. I disagree. Yumenadai in chat says, uh, I doubt anything brought in episodes 1 through 10 is still relevant nowadays. Just saying. And then someone said... <laughs> oh, yeah. Val- that's Val- absolutely true. Valk is still in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh West Jay yeah says, i mean you're not you're not wrong i mean uh, probably anything from episode i would say probably like 20 to 30 somewhere in that range back is probably not relevant anymore um but i mean that being said us we have brought on a Valk before when we're talking about what classes we straight up haven't had on before uh, we the fact is we have had a Valkon before, so we we have to we can't count that even if it was like episode five. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is I'm getting excited. This is where uh, Nayashi comes in to debate with our commenters. Uh, Anawari says, well, "Hold on, yeah, yeah." Oh, well, the PS that he's on phone. Oh. So oh, he's on you're, phone. You're gonna start while he's on oh, the phone. Oh, then it's gonna be one sided, which is even better. All right. <laughs> No. Oh my God! <laughs> Clayton Alexander says, "Maywas." I'm gonna do it in the voice I feel like I I, I see, or I at least oh would, would say. Oh Maywas need protected damage. The amount of frontal guard Maywa can chain together is nearly permanent. I am a Musa, and I also play Maywa. Not once have I ever felt like either need a grab or more protection. And then Zero H uh, says, "So just Red Moon, which doesn't even do that much damage without the float. Try trading SA classes with that." And then he says, uh, well, first of all, Red Moon, I have to say Zero's reply to this because Nash can't defend himself since he's on a phone. He says, well, first of all, Red Moon does a ton of damage. It's quite strong. That aside, you still have Frost Pillars and its flow. It's Frontal Guard Rebam, all chained together with C-Swap and throwing in Frontal Guard Dragon Bite in between, back into Red Moon, Frost Pillars again. At the time, uh, at the time of this, uh, also had Petal Bloom to throw in there. But still, without it, can almost infinitely chain frontal guard, and that's the thing. They are all frontal guards, not SA, meaning you can fully trade just fine. Um, and then Zero H says, "Have you played Maywa?" <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I mean, I've never been too worried about their frontal guard. I mean, they'll have more protect, way more protective damage now with the SA thing. I mean, I don't know. It, it's weird. Eh. Nayashi, as you're, are you talking on your phone? How? What's happening? Yeah, probably. It might be work or something. Oh, okay. Oh, he's actually on the phone. I thought you meant like he lost connection to his internet and he's talking to us through the phone. No, he's he's on the phone. You goddamn boomer, I swear to God. All right, well, to to reply to you, Clayton, I actually would have said something along the lines of 
Chase doesn't have enough stamina use, and their frontal guards are really strong, and they do too much damage. And if Maywell got nerfed, he'd be fine with it. Uh, Ochacha <laughs> says, huh? Long cooldowns? I used to main Guardian too, and long cooldowns is news to me. I think he's replying to a commenter last week that said Guardian had long cooldowns. Yeah, that's. I think that was news to everybody. I think everybody collectively went, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Laxon says, uh, great episode, guys. As always, I think you should have more European streamers on the podcast more often to mix it up. Would be fun to hear what you guys think are the top five weakest classes overall that need some buffs, since clearly PA doesn't even play the game at all. Buff Storks several times in a few weeks. Also, uh, can all Musumeo stop complaining about grabs when all they do is chase around SA and try to play Archer Ranger mode and sometimes go for the desyncing Dragon Bite? There is more to their kit uh, than most use, and Chase is the ultimate grab counter skill in the game already-ish. No hard feelings. Cough, cough. Nerf Guardians and Storks. Cough. Um, yeah, we're going to do a tier list coming up here soon, I believe. Right, Russ? Yeah, yeah, we're going to try to get it done here soon. Uh, I'm lightly going to aim to put it out sometime next week, probably. Not like this week. Like today, we're recording this on Sunday. It should be out on Monday, hopefully. God help. And uh, it should be out next week, I think. I'm hoping. That's what I'm shooting for. So we'll see. Um, Sarok963 says, please stop reading Musassin's comments. His horrific opinions are giving Musa's a bad name. So far, the only representation that Musa has had on the show is Shaky Bay and some random guy that can't deal with grabs, sparking up uh, the same debate at the end of every episode. Musa is fine, his stamina is fine, grabs are fine, although a cooldown increase wouldn't hurt. A grab break mechanic would never work because that requires competent netcode, but an improved V is at least a realistic hope. Uh, as a Musa main, I used to think grabs are OP, I used to complain about them, I used to want their protections removed and ways to negate them, but then I spent several dozen more hours dueling in BA and now grabs are a non-issue. The more I play Musa, the more I fall in love with his kit and his potential. TLDR, Awaken Musa, uh, just needs an e-buff that isn't a nerf and more accuracy. That's it. Stop complaining. I agree with I agree with Sark. Through and through. Uh, Clayton says, I dumped daily 4k aggress points in less than 15 minutes at Sakrae. It's up before my first draft. Yeah, I think the intent is for like newer players because I noticed like at Shira Ruins it lasted me like 30 minutes or something or 45 minutes and actually got me a ton of trash loot because the Shira mobs are worth like so little in comparison. The 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 better money the spot, the less time Agris lasts for, basically. Um, Mayo Knight says, I think we should at least give Musa Mayo a chance to feel what it's like to be a grab class. Give them the, the old Valk Awakening treatment of giving them a T-Rex grab. Then make Chase unprotected off cooldown and make pretty much all of their movement abilities unprotected or frontal guard only. <laughs> I agree, dude. This is like my theory with uh or my, my suggestion with uh Chase on the on Global Labs. Remember Rez? Yep. The the Global Lab note should be add the word head in front of Chase for Mooses and Maywas and now they have head chase. Yep. And now they get a grab with head chase. <laughs> now they get a grab with head chase. Grats, you're a top tier brain dead class that just has to press E. Good luck. Uh <laughs> he says, also, I agree, Frosty. Suck Valk is awesome. I think a lot of people are sleeping on Valk just because she was underpowered and took quite a bit 
more efforts to succeed with for a while and has been kind of written off. But with her succession, uh, I think she's quickly jumped back to being solid above average middle of the pack class, maybe even upper two in the right hands, although certainly not mine. Yeah, I think she's, uh, I think her succession is good. Her awakening probably still needs help though. Um, all right, so Musassin has five comments and no TLDR. So I'm gonna go with um, grapple breaks should be for classes with grapple. Uh, if you have a grab, that one more tool in your kit over that those that don't. I mean that uh, it's not though in a lot of cases. <laughs> They no, have... dude, if you don't have a grab, you have 10 tools. And if you do have a grab, you have 11. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so for the chase comment, so what is Musa good for then? I feel like Musa doesn't have anything that makes it different for other classes. Um, I think, I mean, again, I, I still think it does. Like, Musa is such a wildly different play style than everyone else. So it is totally different. I don't know. Um for Zerker, if you start grabbing with the grabs with the highest cooldown to the lowest, wouldn't your first highest cooldown grab almost be not off cooldown by the time you use your lowest cooldown grab, depending on how the fight is going, Res? Uh, or just if, use your grabs in order of their cooldown length? If you, there you, wasn't a 2cc limit, yeah. But no, I think, he means, limit, I think he means grab, uh, grab attempts. Like, grab attempts. Wait, what? No. No, no, his point what? is the grab attempts. Like if you if you start grab like you use your grab with the highest cooldown first and then you still have your other three grabs available, then your highest cooldown grab will be off cooldown by the time you've attempted four grabs. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I, that's what he said. I don't know. Uh I don't want to talk about now, the grab who, the, who the hell is taking forty seconds to use four skills? Hello? <laughs> I mean you love a piercer shoot a cannon shot, and then jump in and grab. You're basically a Musa with a grab. Uh, let's see. I already bought my fossils, Garma skills, and Rumbling Earth shirt. Alright, so Jeremy Johnson says, you're correct, Frosty. After value pack expires, the fresh color scheme on your Megan Fox lookalike will default to a Megan Fox after her Transformers career. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Not, but, not oh no! And then he adds more. The insults go on. At, at Megan Fox after a Transformers career, bland and forgettable. Until you pony up again, when in doubt, money's what PA is about. <laughs> I like the rhymes, dude. Uh, I love how I love how PA put out an advertisement using Megan Fox, and just nobody cared. It was just the weirdest thing, like ever. Well, we got uh, it was just. So strange. We we got a really cool uh, meme video out of it though. Do you remember? Uh, I, th I think I think Phantom maybe? or Canoes made it or something. But it was that video where um, it shows Megan Fox in the beginning. It's like video games is just a really good place to be a girl, and like you're safe and you can have fun and just enjoy yourself. And then it just cuts to like. Shot callers like, get the fuck over here, you son of a bitch! And then it like edits back. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> dude, that video was so good, dude. <laughs> and then the order panda now, bitch. Yeah, that's oh, on there. That's man. on that video too. Uh, Voodoo Medic says, sounds like people being salty 
Oh, wait. Uh, sorry. Jeremy also went on to say, and protected grabs shouldn't exist, in my opinion, unless they have 60-second cooldown and are unique class benefit. Once you go down this road, you end up with high damage protected range skills. This goes back to my previous comment last week. High risk slash high reward. Got to be balanced, and if not, you end up with displeased consumer. This very issue is why classes get labeled as broken. Um, Voodoo Medic says, sounds like people being salty that people got ahead. The game is progression game. People progress faster than others. Wah, Omega lol. All right, he's talking about the maps. I don't know how that could possibly be your legitimate take, unless you're like playing devil's advocate here. I, I mean, I, I didn't care that anyone got ahead. Like, I don't care that DeadGG had more gear than me a year ago by like five times. It was that he actually played the game to get the gear. That's the difference. Um, yeah, like, you actually, like, put in the time and the effort and stuff. <clears throat> Nova, Nova replied saying, by using exploits, here we go, another person defending exploits and calling other people salty. Yeah, the whole, like, you're just jealous meme is, is so bad. That's, like, the worst take of all. Uh, it was like... Uh, I, don't, I still think that it's not an exploit is <laughs> the number one. Well, that is, I mean, they go hand in hand, right? It's like, uh, yeah, it's like, it's not an exploit. You're just saying it is because you're jealous. Like, that's, huh? I don't know. I'm not jealous. God damn it. So, uh, <laughs> Zibba says Guardian is And very it sounds like you are. <laughs> it's, it sounds like it, but god damn it, I'm not, dude. I don't care that they have way more money and fail stacks than me. Um, Guardian is very strong. If you don't have a grab, it's hard to win. You will lose every SA trade. Soulgate replies, yeah, and if your opponent has a grab or three, then there's pretty much no contest, because Guardian will 100% lose. Uh, Kieran2029 says, C. Siba Steen says, partnership win. Yeah, Rez, when are we, when are we getting partner? <laughs> Good question. And then Anna- I said this. I said this the other day in your chat, but I don't know if you saw it. I said I can't wait for the day if you continue streaming, where they're gonna talk to you about partnering your stream, but they're not gonna talk about the podcast at all. They're just gonna pretend like it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, is that what's gonna happen? Dude, they're gonna reach out to me, dude. They they've reached out to other people before, so it wouldn't surprise me. You know, you're already on their payroll. They know who you are. They know what you do, and they're like, "Oh shit, Frosty's streaming. Get that dude in partnership now." <laughs> yeah, um, maybe then we'll qualify to be on a competing podcast. The partner podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Anfield finishes with "Thanks for having me." Yeah, it was awesome having Anfield. Anfield was cool, dude. He hosted me the other day, and I felt like I won the lotto, dude. I felt so cool. <laughs> um and yeah that that is that that is the uh the podcast for today DGG, thanks again so much for coming on hanging out with us it was fun um if you want to drop some of your thanks for having me your plugs um where do people yeah, find you jump your shit where, where do they find you twitch.tv slash the dead gg do you have a discord or a hangout or just go to twitch and they'll find yeah. it all there exclamation point discord and can find the discord in there as well cool now are you no are you just doing uh you know like stream title chopping down trees for eight hours or you know like killing wolves for five you know well you know just life skill 
pretty much what we're doing now for uh, for a while. But we'll be back uh, to we'll this be back the to GG, I doing doing God's work <laughs> soon enough. Yeah. Oh, were were you gonna ask something about the the? Oh no, it was Nayashi. Nayashi's on the phone, dude. He was he wanted to ask something about when you had when you like one v ten against Black Rose that one time. But I think he's not here to ask. A one time? There's definitely <laughs> more than one time. <laughs> yeah. uh, is there is there drama I, there? I, don't... Uh, I mean, there hasn't really been too much drama since I've been back. Other than, like, Vodkin stream sniping me from literally my first hour back into the game. But uh, Black Roses showed up a few times. But, you know, it's easy to ignore them. What were you going to say, Russ? I was going to say, I don't think we asked this question earlier today. Who do you think is, like, the best lawn on the on the server, in your opinion? Don't be afraid to say yourself if that is what you think. <laughs> yeah, like, PvP No, I'm, I'm super, super rusty right now. Uh, I honestly don't know too many other lawns that are playing on NA. Uh, other than Cupcakes, pretty good from what I've seen, but I haven't haven't seen too many other ones. Okay, fair enough. Do you recommend LAN as a class? Uh, if you want to have fun in the game and you don't mind uh, people bitching about range <laughs> grab or, you know, saying your class is shit otherwise, then yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. And with that, uh, thanks everyone for listening to the podcast. Make sure you uh, check out the stream, uh, twitch.tv slash sofrosty. Nayashi's is twitch.tv slash nayashi underscore na. Underscore, underscore na. There you go. You're NA. getting it. You're getting it. Um, check out the value pack discord. Um, it'll be in the YouTube. I think the discord's in there. Our, our streams are in there. Make sure you check out DevGG's stream. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next time. Oh, uh, like and upvote and Reddit and all that stuff. Is there an EU Nayashi? God, I hope not. You know you're my-